for every person here in this room. That your word can be sold and to produce many fruits. And everyone who is listening to me at home on the internet. I pray for your blessing all of them Lord. I pray anoint this word. And may your glory can be manifested. Bringing salvation, healing and touching your people. This is my prayer. I pray for everyone here in this church. Lord, I rebuke in Jesus' name all destruction in this place. And I pray for fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit upon this church today. In Jesus' name, receive this fresh anointing. Whatever you are, I declare Holy Spirit move in their hearts. In the name of Jesus, I pray and everybody say, Amen, amen and Amen. Glory to God. I have a word from you. And today's word is, faith is the key. Amen? Do you think it's important to have faith? Huh? Yes. Then look to the person next to you and say, faith is the key. Please, don't get distracted. I need your full attention. Amen? Don't get distracted. Why? What I'm going to share today can literally change your life. Yes, I know what I'm speaking. What I'm going to share can literally change your life. Because today we are going to look at some faith facts that some believers don't know about. Or some believers, if they know, but they have been overlooked. Or have not applied these facts in everyday life. Okay? If you know, you are not applying. Because sometimes something's not working for you. And today, I dare you. To trust God. I dare you to trust God. Please. I want you to get out of this place. Declaring. I'm going to trust you Lord. I dare you to take hold of God's promise. And begin to act upon it. Amen. Amen. I dare you to trust God. Faith is important because without faith, it's not just hard to please God. It is not difficult to please God. The Bible says, without faith, it's impossible. Not hard, not difficult. It's impossible for you to please God. Then... The kind of lifestyle that pleases God is a lifestyle of faith. Amen? This is the kind of life that pleases God. You should be not a natural man, not a natural woman. You should be a spiritual man. That sometimes you're going to be crazy. <laughs> As Sandra was saying, how can you give and receive more? <laughs> no, our mind cannot cope. If you give, sometimes the math means if you take out, you have less. But the Lord said, when you take out and give a hand, you go, you're going to have more. <laughs> this is crazy. But how it works? By faith. By faith. <laughs> of course, it's by faith. <laughs> Two weeks ago, I was preaching, and I preached, and I gave one example about, uh, about the water tank. How many of you remember about the water tank? The tank that, that has millions and millions and millions and millions of water. It's like, like, and I said that God has all provisions, all provisions for us. It's like this huge tank. 
with millions and millions of water. It's like, okay? But the way for you to connect to, to this tank is by faith. It's yours. It's there. But it's by faith. It's not because God provides you that you're going to receive. No. <laughs> there is a way for you. You can be in church. You can be praying. You can be asking God. You, but the things cannot be happening in your life. Everything you need, pay attention, everything you need has already provided by grace. Did you get? Everything you need was provided by grace. Through Jesus' sacrifice at the cross, it has made available to you. It's by grace. You don't need to pay for You don't give your tithes and offerings because you are paying to God your miracle. No. It's by grace. And you receive by faith. You have to pay attention. Some people think, oh, I'm giving, I'm going to receive. Of course you will. But you are not negotiating with the Lord. Because everything was provided. But you need to exercise faith. Are you understanding? It's not just giving. You need to exercise faith. Every blessing that God has already been provided through grace. Okay? And look what I'm going to say. Faith is the hand that reaches out and takes what grace provides. Wow. I'm going to say again. Faith is the hand that reaches out and takes what grace provides free for you. You don't need to pay. Okay? You are not paying anything. It's by grace. But it's by grace through faith. Say with me, it's by grace? Through faith. It's by grace? Through faith. Jesus provided at the cross. By grace, but you receive by faith. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Faith reaches out and receives from the hands of grace. <laughs> the hands of grace gives you, but you take by the hands of faith. Hallelujah. <laughs> or you, you could say, faith is the key that opens the door for all God's provision. Can you say with me? Faith is the key that opens the door for all God's provision. Hallelujah. And through your faith, you, you open the valve or the tap of the water tank. Did you get? Through your faith, you're going to open the tap. And then, ooh, you're going to drink. You're going to receive. It's yours. It's by grace. You don't need to pay anything. Amen. Hallelujah. Why? Just for you to understand. Heavens. Has currents. Do you know the currents of, of heaven? Faith. Is <laughs> the money of heaven. Yeah, it's faith. You don't need to pay, it's free. You, you only need to develop a life of faith. And without it, sorry, you are going to be in the church for many years, but you are not going to experience like all these provisions of God. That is mine. It's yours. Amen. Amen. Say with me. All provisions is mine. Yes. Everything. Why I'm preaching that? Why I'm preaching that? Why faith is everything you need? I'm going to repeat again. Faith is everything you need. Pay attention. Please. How you are saved. By faith. 
Since the beginning, you cannot be saved without faith. You are saved by faith. You have a relationship with God by faith. You have provision by faith. You have a loving God by faith. You are forgiven by faith. You, you, you receive everything from God by faith. You pray by faith. Everything in your life is by faith. And if you don't exercise this faith, you are in, in trouble. You are not going to be a mature Christian. Because everything in the Christian life is by faith. It starts with faith and finishes faith. And you have to be strong in your faith until the end of your life. You need to start with faith when you give your life to Jesus. And you are saved through, by the grace of God and through faith. You start with faith. And you are going to use faith for the rest of your life until you are Last day, until your last breath, you have to keep your faith and to die in the hands of Jesus, but with a strong faith. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. You have uh, the blood. Oh, everything is by faith. Look to the person next to you and say, everything is by faith. And without faith, you are in trouble. <laughs> Then, this is why I am preaching and teaching. Maybe you say, oh, pastor, I know everything about faith. This is your problem. Because you, have, you are so proud. You think you know everything. Because faith is everything you need. Since the beginning of your faith until the last day of your life here on earth. Because faith is the key that opens the doors of all God's blessing. Can you say amen? And all God's provision. When I say provision, I'm not saying that money, bless, no, no, no. All provision for your spiritual, for your spiritual life. You can be blessed. You can have a strong spiritual life if you have this faith. <laughs> if you don't have, you're going to be that believer that is hurting people, that cannot get well with people. And we always get in trouble because you didn't develop this kind of faith. You cannot say amen for that. Amen. <laughs> Please don't be this kind of people. Because your faith has to change you first. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. About uh, the faith. I have one illustration. <laughs> it's funny, but it's real. That happened last week. I think last week something happened with Fabiana and my daughter Alicia. That she was here with us for three weeks. Fabiana and Alicia, they left the house and didn't take the key with them. I was at home. I thought they, that they took the key, but they didn't. And then what I did, I locked the door. And then... They came out of the, they were doing something, they came out. And then when they got home, what happened? Huh. They had a, a warm house and they stayed outside. They stayed outside in the cold, windy, and inside of the house was warm. Inside of the house had food. Inside of the house, the house had hot shower. Inside of the house had everything they needed. But they could not enter. Why? Why? They didn't have the key. Just because of that. They didn't have the key. They stay outside. And they were outside in the coldness. And then they looked to their neighbors. All their neighbors, they were inside. <laughs> Cozy house, food, everything. And they say, honey, could you come and help us to open the door? <laughs> I said, yes, I'm going to save you. Why? I had a key. And then I opened the house and they, they entered to what war was from then. But they were outside. Why? Because no key. Can you understand the difference the key can make in your life? 
You, you were a red blessed by the Lord. You, 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 God blessed you. But because you have no key, you cannot enter to receive the blessing. Can you understand? How important is the key? Your neighbor is receiving. Your brother is receiving. You are going to see some people here are receiving. But you say, oh, Lord, why? Use the key. Use the key. Look to the person say to you, use the key, man. <laughs> use the key. <laughs> if you don't have key, use the faith of your brother. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. That's the way of a lot of Christians. Because many Christians, they are in church for a long time. They can be blessed. They can receive many things, but they are there. Oh, Lord, I'm not worthy to receive. Oh, Lord, I'm not worthy to have to get. And then it's your problem going to stay this way. <laughs> because all your blessings is yours. But you have to use the right key in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God has provided everything. Hallelujah. Then say to the person next to you, faith is the key. Faith is the key. And I want you, I want you to finish this word giving today just three points. I'm going to just give three points. I'm going to keep this, this message next week, okay? But just three points. And I want to show you how to use the key. And to teach you some facts that every believer should know about faith. Amen? Amen. I'm going to give you facts. Why? Because I know some people, they have the, their faith here <laughs> in their mind, <laughs> in their knowledge. They know uh, Hebrews 1, Hebrews 11, verse 1. Faith is the substance that I hoped for. And they know everything about faith in their mind. But they do not know how to put it in practice. Amen? Hallelujah. And if you, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, the first thing I want to say to you, are you a believer in Jesus Christ? Are you a believer in Jesus Christ? And the first thing I want to say to you, that you have received a measure of faith, and you have faith. Amen. Do you agree? Yes. Say, I have faith. I, have faith. I received faith. I received. Yeah, yeah. Let's read Romans 12, 3. Romans 12, 3, that says, By the grace given me, I say to some of you only. Is it right? But follow me there. I'm going to repeat again. By the grace given to me, I say to just for some of you. Is it right? Yeah. Huh? Ah, for everyone. <laughs> Faith is not for some of you, okay? I say to every one of you. Do you receive? Every one of you. Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. In accordance to what? In accordance with the faith God has distributed to each one of you. Each one of you. Every one of you received a measure of faith. Amen? Amen? Everyone, yes. Notes that says it's for every one of you. This is not for some special believers. Some people think, oh, that man, that woman, they are very special. No, they are more crazy than you. <laughs> because they believe in God for everything. This is the point. Because they believe. God has distributed to each one a measure of faith. Then, please, my beloved brothers, you were not forgotten when God handed out measures of faith to all members of the body of Christ. Amen? Amen. 
You are not forgotten. God gave you a measure of faith. He has given you a measure of faith too. Amen? Hallelujah. And it comes with salvation. If, are you a believer? Then when you are saved, you receive this measure of faith. And say that to the person next to you, you received a measure of faith. You have it. If you believe in Jesus, you have faith. It is there. It's inside of you. If you believe in Jesus. And you have enough faith to do whatever God called you to do. You have. If you develop and increase that measure of faith. Amen. God gave you. But you need to increase it. This measure of faith. And now I'm going to the second point. Just three points today. <laughs> then first point, what's it? Is it? You received a measure of faith. You have faith. When you're born again, you received this measure of faith. And you have it. It's in you. When you, get sa you got saved. And the second point, faith can be increased. Faith can be increased. God has given you a measure of faith, but it's up to you to develop it and increase it. Okay? God gave you, but now you need to develop. You need to increase it. Not just to keep, oh, I was saved. <laughs> Some people say, I was saved and this is all I need. Okay, no problem. You can be saved, you go to... To heaven one day, but you don't use your faith that God gave you. But if you develop it, if you, you can increase it, and then you are going to be that believer full of faith that is always going to give testimonies of the work of God and testify that God is a powerful God that performs miracles yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Let's read... 2 Thessalonians 1.3, for me to show it to you. Let's read all together, please. We ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, and rightly so, because your faith is growing more and more. And the, lo and the love of of you have one another is increasing. Wow. Then Paul said, you received a measure of faith. Amen. But then he wrote to these people from Thessalonica and said, wow, I can see your faith is growing. You're growing more and more and more. Why? Why Paul said that? Because Paul saw the results in their lives. <laughs> Paul saw. And he said, and he said two things here grew in their lives. What was it? Their faith and their love for one another. Wow. I, I have no time to speak about the love. I'm going to speak in another message. But when you have faith, my brothers, wow. You start loving everybody, kissing everybody. You love to be with people. You love, you love to be together. You want to be, oh, because, because your love is growing. If you just your love for God grows, something very wrong is, is happening in your life. Because we, we have to grow in our love with God, but also grow in the love to our brothers. Amen. Are you loving your brothers and sisters? <laughs> this is a sign. That your faith is growing. With the love. But I'm not going to talk about the love today. But God wants your faith to grow. And he is pleased when it grows. Amen. God is pleased when your faith grows. And I have a question. How your faith grows? 
How your faith grows? Faith grows by feeding it with God's word. Feeding it. And now I'm go we are going to receive a revelation, maybe. Romans 10, 17. Let's read out together, please. Romans 10, 17. Let's read out together. Then, so then, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Again. So faith comes by hearing. And hearing the word of God. Again. Comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Of God. This is a revelation. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. And faith decreases by you not listening or hearing the word of God. Okay? As soon as you, are, you come to the church, you are listening to your pastor, you are receiving the message, you are feeding yourself with the food that comes from the altar, you are receiving food, the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing. Do you know what is hearing in the dictionary? <laughs> I went to the dictionary to know what is hearing. Hearing is the faculty of perceiving sounds. Able to hear well, not deaf. <laughs> what are you doing right now? What are you doing? You were, you were listening to the word of God. And because of you, you, you got here, you came to this place, and today you are, you are listening. Faith comes by hearing. And this is so important. You need to hear, to listen to, to the word of God. And sometimes we, we don't want to listen. Faith increases when you come to church. Amen? When you go to the cell meetings. And faith decreases when you stay home and don't listen to the word of God. This is the point. Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing. I know you can read the word of God at home. You can read the word of God. And you have to read but faith comes by hearing. It's a sound that's entering your life. This is the food of faith. Faith comes alive by hearing the word of God. The word of God is faith food. The word of God is faith food. Are you receiving some food now? How is your lunch? Is it is it nice? Yeah, maybe your belly is empty. No problem, okay. I think in one hour, I'm going to finish. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to finish in a few minutes. But in an hour, you're going to have your lunch. But now, your spirit is getting strong. Your, your faith is growing. Because faith comes by hearing. Please, don't miss one service on Sunday. Some people say, oh no, this Sunday I'm going to stay home. Or this Sunday I'm going to go everywhere. Or I'm going to go to a trip. Like, please, this is the Lord's day. Like, because every time you come, you, you are receiving the word of God. And your faith is growing. Why? Faith comes by hearing. It will feed and strengthen your faith. And it helps you to increase Friends, faith comes by hearing, and faith goes away by not hearing. Faith comes by hearing and goes away by not hearing. Because it's here, faith comes by hearing, hearing. Do you know this, this time of the verb, hearing? 
Not just once. Hearing today, tomorrow, next week. Hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And the word of God is the food for your soul. And as you receive the word of God, your faith grows. And this is why Paul the Apostle said, your faith is growing more and more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Third and last point. You need to act upon your faith. What do you have to do? We need to act upon your faith. Faith is increased by hearing and acting upon it. Just hearing is not enough. Why? Because you are going to listen. But then you receive a word, and you have to do something. Faith comes by hearing, but it's going to, to work deeply when you act upon the word that you received from God. Just like muscles. Do you have muscles in your body? Yeah? Do you have muscles in your body? Yeah, I know, yeah, some people, they are strong, they have strong muscles. Then, just like the muscles of your body, you need, you need food and protein, right, for your muscle, right? Yeah. But for your muscle to, muscle to grow, what more they need? Right. Huh? Just eat, eat good food. Just eat a package of protein, whey protein. Every day. And don't do any exercise. What are going to happen? You're going to get fat. <laughs> Not strong. <laughs> yeah. Because you're just eating, eating, eating. So, what's happened, pastor? I don't know. No. <laughs> I'm getting, I am eating a lot of protein. A lot of food. <laughs> Everyone has muscles. But not everyone exercise their muscles. Do you have muscles? But maybe you don't have strong muscles as I have. <laughs> this is a lie. Sorry. <laughs> I cannot say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because uh, this is not my goal. But it's, if you have, no problem. But it's good for you to develop your your muscles, okay? It's healthy. You can go to the gym. You can run. You can exercise. This is good for your health, okay? I'm not preaching against. This is... Keep doing, amen? Yeah. Keep doing your exercise. Getting fit, okay? But everyone has muscles, but not everyone exercise their muscles. You can give protein to your muscles, but if you don't exercise, you will always have weak muscles. Even you are giving protein to them. And some people have big muscles as, as I have. Some people. <laughs> and why they have a bigger muscles? Hmm. They are eating protein, eating, and... And some of you is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and faith really is not, is not much stronger than they started their Christian life. Some people. Some people, their faith are the same when they started coming to church. Some people, I look to them and I say... That person don't change. Since they came to church, they have the same faith, the same problems, the same things. I don't because we're not. Paul the apostle said, "Wow, your faith is growing so much more and more." And do you know why your faith is not growing? Do you have faith? Yes, everybody has faith. You, you, you learn today. But why your faith is not growing? Because you are not exercising your faith. Just because of it. Then, 
You have to use your faith. Pay attention to me. I am finishing. You have to use your faith. What did I say? I dare to you. I challenge you. Trust in God and use your faith. Please. Take hold of the promise of God and begin to act upon your faith. Take hold. Get one promise of God. And, and you have to start where you are. You have to start. Stretch your faith. Use it. Because you have faith, but you don't do anything. And this is not faith, sorry. This is a positive thinking. It is good. But you are not going to solve your problem. Because faith is one action. And there are areas in each one of, of your lives where you can and you should be using your faith. Amen? Amen? There are areas you have to use your faith. Without faith, the blessing is there, but you cannot get it. It's there. It's yours. But... Like in the relationship. Relationship with people. You have to use your faith. In your spiritual life, you have to use your faith. In your health, you have to use your faith. About your soul, your emotions, you have to use your faith. Because when, because when you use your faith, you are going to start changing the circumstances of your life. And it, it will take faith for you to follow God and to obey Him also. You need to, even to follow God. Some people say, I'm, I am not good in my faith. Because you need to give steps of faith. Can I say just more one point today? Yes, Do you allow me? Do you allow me just more one point? Yes, Who agree? Raise up your hand. Yes, wow. One, two, three, four. Then I have 30 points to say today. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. I'm kidding. Just one more, okay? Because uh, I think it's good for us to conclude this first part. Faith without work is dead. What did I say? Is dead. Faith without work. Let's read James 2, 26. Let's read all together. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Just for you to understand, I am standing here today, amen? Can you see me? Can you see me? Yes, yes. I am preaching, and you see what? My body, amen? I'm preaching and you can see my body. And why can you see my body? Why can you see my body? Because I am alive. <laughs> I am alive and I am here. And because I am alive, I am here telling you what my mind says to my body. Okay? And my body is temporary. I'm not going to live forever, right? One day, I'm going to go. I'm going to depart. And one day, my spirit leaves my body. And when my spirit leaves my body, my body is dead. And no more Pastor Mars. I hope we're going to stay here for many years. But just to illustrate what we read. Just as the body without the spirit is dead, the Bible says, so our faith Without works is dead. Faith without action is dead. Say that to the person next to you. Faith without action is dead. Then this is the point. Some people, they say they have faith, but they have positive thinking. No faith. Why? Because if you truly believe, you will act in line with your belief. You will act with your belief. Faith is expressed through action. What you believe, you will act upon. Amen? 
What you believe will act upon. Do you want to know if I have faith? Do you want to know if I have faith? Yeah. Watch what I do. Watch what, what I do. It is a testimony to what I believe in. What do you, what you do, and what you don't do is a testimony to what you believe in. What you do and what you don't do is a testimony of what you believe. Let's look to the example of Noah in the Bible. The Bible says that Noah was one example of faith in the book of Hebrews. Okay? Right? Noah was one example of faith. Let's read Hebrews 11.7. Let's read all together. By faith, Noah when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear what he did, built one ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became her heir of righteousness. That is in keeping with faith. Then Noah warned about the things not seen. By faith, what he did? He built one ark. By faith, he built one ark. Or... What is faith? Is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance what we do not see. Lord brother, what are you expecting from God? If you can see, you don't need faith. If I can see it, I don't need faith to do it. If I can see. God told just pay attention. God, what God told to Noah? What God told to Noah? Build one ark. Because it's going to rain. And you need to build a huge boat. What did Noah do? <laughs> Noah said, huh. What God said? It's going to rain. And what he did? What he did? He started building one ark. God said, "No, it's gonna rain." He said, "Oh, I'm gonna." He started working. This is faith. Stop with this positive thing. It's not gonna work. You need to do something physically. You need to say to others, "This is faith." It's not say, "Okay, God heal me. I am praying. God heal." No, faith is an action. And as soon as he received the word, he started working. And he worked for a hundred years. Wow. hundred years. He started working. Why? Because what God said. And he believed. This is the point. When God says something to you, you have to believe and to act upon it. Noah didn't see any rain, but he started work and building the ark. Noah didn't see any thunder and lightning, <laughs> but he started building the ark. Noah didn't see any changes, but he started building the ark. This is faith. Then it's not positive thinking. Say, okay, God, you heal me. God's no, you have to do something. Noah got to work. And Noah built the ark. And he did it by faith. Not because he saw a storm come. Oh, maybe. <laughs> when you start to believe, you are not going to see anything. But if you believe, you see later. Blessed, blessed are those who didn't see but believed. And when you believe, you are going to see. <laughs> Amen? Hallelujah. Stay with me. Faith makes preparation. Faith has action. Yes. And by doing so, what happened? Noah saved his family. And, and because he obeyed God. 
When you obey God, God's going to perform a miracle in your life. You are going to save your family, and God will perform a miracle in your life. Because faith is one action. Let's stand up in Jesus' name. Please, this is so important. Faith makes preparation. Okay? Faith makes preparation. <laughs> you have to do the same thing. Don't just come with this positive mind. Because faith makes preparation. As Noah did. Hallelujah. And then, I remember, years ago. Please, we didn't finish, okay? Years ago, I received one word from God. I was a young man. I came to the church. Just, I was 18 years old. One addicted man. Just with his life destroyed. One pastor looked at me and said, This young man, I see him preaching in many nations. He said, I can see that man, he's going to go to many places. And then, when I received that word, I confess it was hard to believe. Why? My life was destroyed. Who was me? Nothing. <laughs> but then I said, Lord, you can use me. I never ever in my life had taken one airplane. <laughs> in that time, when I look, I said, Ooh, this is so hard to believe. It was hard. But then what I did, I did like Noah. I'm going to start preparation, I'm going to prepare. And then I went to my pastor and said, Pastor, God will you use me. Can I clean the bathroom in the church? <laughs> yeah, you have to start small. <laughs> Everything you have to start small. And then I said, can I, can I help to clean the dishes? Yes. And then I started cleaning the dishes in the church. In two years, they invited me to open one cell meeting. And then... I became a cell leader in the church. And I just had five people around me. And I was reading the Bible at that time. And I was preparing <laughs> for what God told me in the past. I was preparing. And some people listen to a word from God. And they say, okay, if God's word, God will fulfill. No! God will not fulfill your life if you don't make preparation. You have to believe. You have to believe. And then I start serving the Lord. I start serving my pastors, my leaders. And I said, what do you need? I am here to serve. And then I start serving. My cell meeting, small meeting, multiplied many times. And after 10 years, they invited me. Then I also, I started doing the Bible college. Number one, two, three, four, and five. I was preparing. <laughs> when God says to me, something true. Some people say, God, you use me. But what are you doing? Are you studying the Bible? Are you going to the Bible study in the church? Are you receiving for your leaders? And then I said, I want to know more. Help me. And my pastor started helping me, teaching me. And then, after some years, I became a pastor in the church. And more, after 35 years that God has said it to me, my church came to me and said, Marcy, now it's time for you to go to the nations. And today, my beloved brothers, I came here to Ireland, and I have gone preaching to many nations. I think I have been around 30 or 40 nations. But it was hard to believe in the beginning. When I came from a poor family. And I was not. But are you preparing for what God said to you? Please. If you believe in the Lord. Blood brothers, I know we are a small church. But the Lord is speaking to my heart. And I am believing for miracles. 
and I am prepared for greater things. We are, I, am, we are, we are, I am prepared for new building. I am prepared for more leaders. I am prepared for more pastors. I am prepared for more missionaries. I am prepared for to send missionaries from Himona to another nation. Maybe it's going to say, oh, this is so, you are so, no. I am making preparation. Amen. Close your eyes. Oh, close your eyes, please. Close your eyes. Father, we believe you, Lord. Lord, help us to do like Noah, to start building the ark. Let's do like Abel. Because he believed and he gave a better offering. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us, Lord. To have one faith that works. Because you're going to see your kingdom coming. You're going to see your glory coming over this nation. You're going to see Ireland coming to Jesus Christ. You're going to see the nations being revived. You're going to see your fire coming down. May your kingdom come and your will be done. Lord, I pray for this church. I pray for all my brothers and sisters. I pray for all those who are listening to me right now. Visit their lives. Lord, increase their faith. Their faith can grow, Lord. They can trust you, Lord. They can stretch their faith. They can trust in you, Lord. They can exercise their faith, Lord. Their faith can grow increasingly, Lord. More and more, I pray for this fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit upon their lives. I bless all of them. Help us, Lord, to obey you and to increase our faith and to make preparations for the future, Lord. Because you have greater things for us and we, I bless everyone who is listening to me right now and when we declare we are going to experience many miracles because what was provided by grace we are going to take it by faith in Jesus name we pray and I bless your people in Jesus name amen and amen and amen hallelujah hallelujah glory to the Lord Amen. Please use your faith. You have faith. Exercise it. When you see someone sick, say, can I pray for you? Start small. Pray for a headache just. <laughs> then you're going to see a headache being healed. And then you're going to back pain. Say, pray for back pain. And then you're going to see miracles. Amen. May the Lord bless you, keep you, have a nice and blessed week. And please exercise your faith. Amen. In Jesus' name, be blessed. And see you next week.